Hi everybody, welcome to welcome back to the One More Show. My name's Kyle. I'm your host. You knew that already, but on the button. So today we've got a new one. Today we've got John. Hey, 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 how you doing, John? You all right? Good, good. That's a thumbs up sign for the audio for the audio people. And on the and on the hot seat today we have the wonderful Mr. Roman Harris. Hi, Roman. What's up, people? Hey, how's everyone at home? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? I'm um, all right, my guy. How are you? I'm good, bro. It's good to see you, man. I know it's been a while. We don't see each other enough. We like, genuinely don't. Like, uh, do you know, I was thinking. I was genuinely. I remembered the first time that I actually met you. I was thinking about that also when you asked me to do this pod. Yes. So. Yeah. It reminded me of it when I first met you. It yeah. was when, because uh, you came along to a gig mm. and you were with uh, uh, San Serati. Yes. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So um, you yeah. you came on and it was that gig in near Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I'm not going to mention the name. Okay, because I was just about to. <laughs> oh, were you? Okay. Hey, no, 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 okay, no, no, no. But I don't no. know. You, you might have reasons for not mentioning the name. So I, I mean, don't... I just thought, I mean, it was a very, I mean, it was a very Americanized style, style mm. of style of gigging. Got right? you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's a gig where there wasn't really an MC or a or a compare. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we had to introduce each other. Yeah. At the end of each other's sets. Yeah. 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 And I'm gonna be very thankful for you because you gave me some. You gave me some very good advice. Like, wow, really? Yeah. yeah. You said, okay. Let me get my flowers. <laughs> let me get ready. At the at the end of the gig, right? Mm. What you said to me was, you didn't really know who I was from the set. Quite yeah. And so I think from then on, I've been thinking, right? How could I be telling more of my story? How can I be letting people more know know more of my opinions? Yeah. In whilst actually kind of doing the character on stage. So I've got to thank mm. you for that. Oh, bro, come on, man. No worries, man. You know, like, uh, I felt a little bit... I When I started in comedy, mm. I was, you know, I was very green to comedy, right? Mm. And um, I, I remember going, like, to Comedy Virgins and, like, people like uh, Andrew Mensa and mm. Michael May and Bemi, they were all, like, sitting around a table. Mm. And I remember, like, going, oh, can, I, can I get in here and sit down with you guys? And, like, mm. and then... Like I was just happy to be there. I was just like, I'm doing comedy. And what I didn't realize as I started to go further in comedy was like, sometimes not not everyone's receptive to feedback. Like you can't just go up to someone and be like, this is what I think you need to do with your set. Or this is something that could help you. Even if you mean it with the best of intentions, mm. people can be offended by that. So I'm glad to hear that like, you know, even in my, in my ignorance at the time mm. and my kind of green nature of just wanting to tell you about how I felt about your set. Yeah. I'm glad it was received in a positive way as opposed to who is this guy? No, <laughs> you know I, what th I, mean? I think it was more like, I think I did genuinely ask you, what mm. did you think? Because Got I was looking for like some feedback. So I yeah. didn't know. Uh, honestly, the night didn't go very well for me. Let's just say that. Let's just say that much. <laughs> we've all we've all been there. We've yeah. all had them nights. That's for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah. So mm. what's been? Uh, backing off that. Mm. What's been the worst gig you've done? The worst gig don't I've mention, done. You don't need. You don't need to mention names if you don't want to. No. Um, okay. The worst gig, and this is not because of the gig. This is just because of me. Like it. it, it, it to be just, fair, man. Yeah. It, you not because not you. Mm. It usually is because of the comic. Right? You know what I mean? But we that, don't say that. No, we no, never say no. that. No. Well, 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 see, this is where this is where I'm a little bit different, right? Because mm. I'm really self I, I'm really self-aware. Mm. And I'll reflect on on stuff. So I came off stage at this gig and I was like, yeah, you were the problem. Especially because the next comic that went up, 
killed it, mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, I remember I was asked to do uh, a gig. It was um, it was one, it was like one of those clash gigs, like Caribbean versus oh uh, Africa versus Africa. okay yeah, 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 right? yes. And I was the first act on stage, and I just remember like the way in which I went about. Even just opening my set, like, you know, I was coming off the back of getting through in a competition. Okay. So my confidence was up. Mm. But then it was down. Oh, that can very happen. Quick, very Dude, quickly. That, that can happen. That yeah. can happen. It can. And you know what? Like, if you're, if you, with every gig you do, it's about learning, right? I look at every single opportunity of getting on stage as an opportunity to learn something new. Mm. And yeah, I learned, I learned a lot that night. Like I learned a lot. I was I was humbled, and it was a case of just going back to the drawing board and thinking, okay, how can I be better? And that's what I'll always do, regardless of mm. the crowd or the situation. I'll always think, okay, but how can I be better? You okay. know. So yeah, that was the that was probably one of one of the worst, and that wasn't even when I was like early doors. That that was literally a couple months ago. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I I remember seeing a poster for that gig for that gig, bro. Yeah, man. what are the like? I've heard. I, I was meant to go to one of those, like yeah. not not as a comic, but as a but as a punter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what are the audiences like? Because I've heard it's an amazing. It's just a vibe, bro. If you are able to really deliver mm. in front of a, a, a audience that is a, of mixed ethnicity, like mm -hmm. you know, there's Indian people there, there's black people there, there's black people of different cultures, you know, Indian people from different places, like you know. But when you go to those gigs, if you're able to really connect and hit with your jokes mm. and really, and they buy into you, there's nothing like it. That I have never experienced the elation of being able to perform in front of black crowds and crowds of like uh, of of that sort of heritage and deliver mm. and the feeling, the laughter they give back to you and the way they give it back to you is something special. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then if you can't do it, or if you do, or if you don't. If you don't deliver it, if you yeah. don't bring it, if there's something about you that they don't buy into, if you're mm. scared in any way, it's like they, they'll know. And the feeling after that is just total destruction. Like, oh. you know, you go home thinking, I don't even know if I'm, am I funny? <laughs> <laughs> am I even, am I, do I know even how to write jokes? You know what I mean? And it hurts extra if you can't do it in front of your own people. Cause it's like, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yo, I'm black. I should be able to make my like black people laugh. Like, come on, man. Like, I want to come home. You know what I mean? Open the door, bro. Open up. So it's a bit like that. But you know what? It's a beautiful journey, man. This journey yeah. that we're on with comedy. So you just got to take the take the highs and the lows. Yeah. Like, I found that well, the black scene in the UK is just so different to the U to the US because it's you got to really look to find it. It's not. It's not in your face no. in the UK. Like, and there's not a Sunday show or anything like that anymore, is there? So um, not that I know of. I mean, I know that there's so like there's Kobo events. Um, uh, I know Ori Styler does the comedy in the box as well. Yep. Yeah, laugh in the box, and and like you know, there's there's a few events uh, dotted around here and there, but th there's not something like a constant weekly, no. you know, night where everyone knows about it, yeah. or even multiple nights. It's it's more like when the event comes around, it's a big event. You know, That's right. It's, it's a big event. So, you know, I, I wish I wish it could be like that. And maybe 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 there's scope for one of us or for me yeah. to start a night. Like someone has to do it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I just I just think that uh 
it would be great if we could have that. But you're right. You kind of have to look for it a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Like um, I had Victor Daniels on a few months, a few months mm. last year. And I think in the last series. I had Big up to Victor, man. I, he put me on one of his shows, Bangers. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that show, he brought that to the comedy store. Because mm. that was from what we were thinking, from what they were thinking. Yeah. Potentially, potentially going to be a regular thing at the comedy store. Mm. It sold out. Mm. Why is it still not a regular thing there? I mean, I'm not yeah. asking you to answer that question, but yeah, you know what I mean. Man's trying to put me in, you know, <laughs> trying to put me in the source. You know, only joking. Nah, like, um, I why is it not a regular thing? You know, that's down to the powers that be to exactly to, to explain why that is. Yeah, know? but um, it wasn't me asking you personally. Yeah, well. it was you know, just, me, look, look, look at me I trying know, to give... looking in your eyes yeah. and like gazing into you, kind of like. Well, Yo. yeah, you tell me. I mean, <laughs> man's trying to get me like to give the political answer. I'm here like I'm on question time. Well, you know, there's we're trying things and uh, you know, just, like, we have to look at quotas, uh, dude. Easy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Oh my god, yeah, but man. it's true. It's, it is, it is a real shame. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna lie, it is a real shame that it is. It is harder to find. Have you done Have you done many black gigs? Have you done many uh, shows in black rooms? I'll be honest with you, no. I'll be honest, and I, I do need, yeah. But do you do you do you do you do you want to feel it? You yeah. want, you want to you want to feel what it's like? Yes, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> no, but you know, I think I think everyone, I think everyone should try to gig everywhere. Yeah, that's that's what I genuinely think. I think when it comes to comedy, um, try to go into every room. You know what I mean? Try to uh, figure out uh, whether the jokes translate from London to Berry to wherever, you know what I mean? To yeah. Ireland. I think you really need to just immerse yourself. And yeah. and if you want to do that, then, you know, like you had Victor Daniels on, holler at Victor, see if he can put you on for one of his shows, you know what I mean? But I think it's uh, it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile to do do comedy everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, man. Speaking of doing comedy everywhere, like I mm. used to love your Instagram, your Instagram videos where you do <laughs> the, yeah, I'm giving you, again, I'm giving you flowers. Flowers, baby. <laughs> like, where, uh, where okay. you would go to different, where you'd start in your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd go and you say, this is where I'm going, da 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 Yeah. Um, and you actually film, you actually film bits of the gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whether it went good or not, or mm. well, mo most of it did, but like- Just giving the raw feedback. Exactly. Yeah, 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 Like what gave you the idea for doing that? Bro, you know what? Like comedy's great, but sometimes it can be lonely. I think any endeavor mm. where it's really a case of you trying to improve and get better, mm. sometimes it can be a lonely process. And especially when you're gigging outside of London or you're going on trips places, like you're in the car by yourself for yeah. hours. If you're not gigging with someone and, and sharing the ride, like you're by yourself and you're just in your head and in your thoughts. And I think um, sometimes it's just nice to feel like you can take people on that journey with you. Yeah. Uh, and it's also like documentation for me mm. of like, these are the places I've been, these are things I've done. Uh, and look, we all know like social media is so big these days. It's, yeah. it's, you you got to have content. And if you're traveling around doing gigs, it's a great way to just get Do content. It. Yeah, just document the journey, the highs, the lows, the things you're doing. Mm. And uh, I mean, that makes you more real as a person too. You know, like I think we, we 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 see people when they're really successful mm. but we don't always see like their journey and i have just documenting your journey from gig to gig or like you know the things you're experiencing in comedy i think it's really important i think it's great to do you know yeah. you should uh, do you ever do anything like that i sort of did i did once yeah. like when i was doing this is a weird one i did a gig in burkhamsted Right again. Yep. I've, I've never... I, I don't know where the hell. Exactly, that is. exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't in Berkhamsted. It was a village 
just outside of Berkhamsted. Oh, and I had from Berkham, I had to go to Berkhamsted station and because yeah. there were no taxis going to this place, yeah. I had to walk in the pitch black dark oh, up on a on a main road on a main road with no pavement. See you're it's, it's, it's <laughs> and really the, is just yeah. it's just lucky you got back alive. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. And so I I I would on my story, yeah. I would just document going, this is like the Blair Witch project. I'm gonna I am now that I'm now that guy. Yeah, you yeah, send yeah. out a send out please <laughs> send out a um a search by if you don't if you don't see me in the uh, next three hours. <laughs> yeah, but, boy. But I got to the place, right? And mm. obviously I'm uh, obviously I'm heritage, isn't it? And yeah. I get there and it's one of those things where like, I'm looking around and I'm the darkest person in the room. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh boy, this could go either way. Yo, like the, the thing is, it, uh, the UK is very white, man. Yeah. Like, uh, Andrew, Andrew Mensah's got a joke about that, but it is true. It's like, once you leave London, you realize like the, the rest of the UK is just a very white place. Yeah. And when you're walking into venues and you realize like, wow, like you're the only person of, of heritage. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go somewhere. I, <laughs> sometimes I'll go and do a gig and like the whole room's white and there's one other black person. Yeah. And I find that black person more suspicious. Yes. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Oh here? my God. I, I can't tell you, right? At this very same gig. Yeah. Yeah. There was a black dude. There's a black guy in the audience. Yeah. And I'm looking at him and so, like, okay, great, great, great. This is not great, but like, all right, fine. And I, I speak to him. I'm outside having a cigarette, and like, and um, I was, he comes out with his with his wife. And I'm yeah. like, okay, hey, and um, his white, his wife's white. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. My parents are a bit heritage too. Yeah, right. I I I, I got to him. Like, oh, what's up, man? You're right. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> You're like, oh, oh wow, oh, wow. wow. You okay. Got, you got the voice and yeah, everything. <laughs> You've assimilated, my guy. And, He's got the voice, and and he said, "Oh, are you from London? Are you?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, man, I'm from um, from Crookwood." Yes, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Like, like, more importantly, where are you from? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's that's funny, man. But yeah, it's but I I in many ways I love it. Like in many mm. ways, I love it. Like I do. I genuinely think it's great to be able to be in those scenarios. And it's like mm. just you just have to highlight it, you know, make a joke of it, and then you break it down. And it's like we're here to laugh. You yeah. Know what I mean, now it, let's roll out the joke. Exactly. You, know? you start like you start off the set by saying, "I'm this da 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 da." Yeah. But then, funny is funny. End of the day, funny is funny. Funny is funny. And you know, what? I'm one thing I'm trying to do more is like, to, obviously to to write about me and my experiences, but I mm. want to kind of come away from uh, focusing so much on race. Yeah. I, I want to write about things that we all experience as humans. And like, I want to just have more of that material, mm. you know, because I, everyone can see I'm a black man. When I go on stage, yes, yes, I'm a black guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I could do a bunch of jokes about that, but it would be better if I talk about the things that we're all experiencing yeah. because then that, makes us realize we're all human, mm. you know what I mean? And I think that's where you get to like areas of comedy that are, I don't know, they can, they can touch more people if you talk about things that are just general, that we all experience rather than constantly talking about just from my perspective as a black man. Mm. So I'm trying to push that boundary a bit more and, but it mm. takes time, yeah. you know, it takes time. I'm, I'm not gonna be great overnight, like it's, it's a journey, so, you know? Exactly. But yeah, dude. Ah, so question. We're yeah, gonna get. Okay. We're gonna get into. We're gonna get into the show now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's so, do this. So uh, <laughs> the show. Have you heard of the show Schmigadoon? No. I, bro. 
when you sent me the files, right? Yeah. I had this on my to-do list. I was yeah. like, right, I got to, you know, I got to look at these shows. Yeah. Kyle sent me some shows to watch. And then I opened it up and I realized it was three episodes. So yeah. immediately I'm like, so I got to watch three episodes. Gosh, man, this is good. And then I'm like, Schmigadoon? <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> so immediately I was on the back foot. I was like, all right, just try and be open-minded, Roman. But okay. no, I'd never heard of it before. Okay. All right. So for those of you that haven't heard of it, it's a, it's a, it's a music, well, it's a big budget musical sitcom starring Keegan Michael Key and Cecily Strong as along with like a whole bunch of other people like Martin Short, uh, Christian Chenoweth, um, Alan, Alan Cummings and a load of other people from like a musical theater background. It's produced mm. by, and it's produced by, well, more important, most importantly, it's produced by Lorne Michaels, mm. who did, who's from, who's the big guy from Saturday Night Live, yeah. who obviously is a big, has a big hand in Cecily Strong's career because she just came from Saturday Night Live. And oh, got ya. Yep. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And she, and it was produced and directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, mm. who did the Men in Black movies. Okay, got ya. Well, the first three, he did the first three. He didn't do that international nonsense. Uh, so, but, all right, so tell me, why why did you send me these shows? My, why, why this show? Why this show? Because I had it on my hard drive. I've never seen it. Yeah. And I'm trying to, trying to use this platform to show whether they're good or bad or whatever. Mm other people, different shows that they would not have heard of. Okay, got you. So, because what I what I used to always do was I'd ask people, what sitcom, what show do you want to talk about? Yeah. They'd always say Friends, Scrubs, Fresh Prince. And everyone's already exactly. seen Exactly. So yeah. I'm trying to introduce people like to these other shows, which they may not, well, even I may not like, or this, I, even I may not like, Yeah. but to broaden other people's minds, isn't it? I like that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because I'll be honest with you, I would have never watched this show. Okay. <laughs> I, I was sitting there watching this first episode and I was like, what has this guy got me watching? <laughs> like, Jesus, right? That's how I felt after like the like watching the first episode. Okay. And then I got to the second episode and I was like, oh, this is, this is easy watching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is easily watchable. It's not, oh, I don't have to think too much. It's just, it's cheesy. There's a bit, there's songs, right? Mm. And then I got to the third episode and I was like, ah, oh, this is the last episode he sent me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no way. What's going to happen next? I need to get, and I canceled, and I noticed it's on Apple TV and I canceled yeah. my Apple TV subscription the okay. other day. So I'm like, oh, I need... I need the rest of the episode. So you want you want to watch more? Is that what you? Yeah, well, yeah. Send it through. Yes. Okay. All right. Send, send it through. Tonight, man. I will. I will do tonight then because there's only there's only three. I've not seen the other three episodes yet. Okay. But there's three there's three episodes left in the in the first series. Okay, got you. So and then the second series is coming out in a couple of weeks in a few weeks in a couple of months time. Okay. So so do you tend to tell people uh, on your pod about the show itself? Like what the show is about? Like, are we going to deep dive into what the show is about? Yeah. Or? So what we're going to, yeah. Mm. So let's do it. What we're going to, so the show is about a married couple. Mm. Well, not, well no, they're, they're, not, not they're not married yet. Mm. They're two, well, they're two doctors. Yeah. Who meet, have a re, have a meet cute at a, a vending machine. That's what they call it. A meet cute. Yeah. Isn't it? A at, meet cute. And uh, it is the most ridiculous, but quite sweet meet yeah, cute that yeah. you'll ever like, you'll, it's it, it's been done a hundred times yeah like the meet cute has genuinely been done a hundred times like vending machine yeah thing gets stuck 
Like, yeah. you know, but, and, but it is cute. It is. And the call, and they call back to that gag and in a really, Which really Which is sweet. really sweet. Yeah, 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 literally really sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then, I know, um, that's why <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we cut, to four, we cut to about four years later. Mm. Uh, the spark has clearly gone. Yeah. And to kind of rekindle the spark, they well, they decide to go on a hike for new hike to build the, to rebuild the relationship. Yeah, yeah. They decide to go off the beaten path, and one thing leads to another, and they end up in this magical. They end up in this very weird and idyllic little little village. Yeah, of with a population of I believe one hundred and twenty-seven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A, a multiracial population. A very multi <laughs> for one hundred and twenty-seven people. <laughs> they managed to get the multiracial levels just right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Just yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it. So they go to. The, so they get to this. They get to this town and this village, and turns out that it's not just any village mm. it's a musical it's a it's a 90 a village where everything is a 1940s 50s to yeah. 30s musical yeah and every like so they just break out into song every five to ten minutes yeah <laughs> and you know it is it's so ridiculous but watchable at yeah. the same time and the songs are also really catchy and really funny yeah you know what i mean they are they're really good the, so. the corn the corn pudding the corn pudding <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah see, like, i know anyone listening to this is gonna be like if you ever watch the show you really at this point will be like what the hell are they talking about exactly but, but, but the corn pudding song is one of the best songs it's so rude it's so dirty <laughs> It's so sweet, but so dirty. How does that happen? The weirdest thing is, though, I really want to taste corn, corn pudding. pudding. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's it's wild. It's it so is silly. It's uh, so silly. I think it can't because it. I was watching it, thinking, okay, this is I've. This is a music. This is a musical for people who don't necessarily like musicals. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of, well, not kind of, I have fully gotten back into liking musicals recently. Okay. So what, based off of this show? No, 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 in no. In, in general, like <clears throat> I, I was during, I think it was during, I was during lockdown or something like mm. that. I was watching a, show, a film called Newsies. I didn't yeah. know it was a musical at the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great, another musical. But then I kind of went with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in my mind, I was like, you like musicals. What are you saying? I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said um, you went with it. Because yeah. I think that with some shows, especially like with musicals, you have to just go with it. You yeah. Know? Don't resist it. Like if you fight it, mm. then you're not going to enjoy it. But if you just like, like just go with the flow of mm. what's happening here and just accept this is happening. Yeah. Then you enjoy it so much more, you know, like a hundred percent. And I think that's what I started to do. Like after the second episode, I think I, I just, I started to go with it. I was like, this is happening. Yeah. This is going to happen. Yeah. And I'm going to now enjoy it. Yeah. I'm, you know I'm, I mean? I'm kind of with you actually, because I wasn't, I wasn't sold after the, after the pilot episode. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. But I thought, do you know what? Let, I've given him three episodes to watch. Oh, I've got, I've got... Oh, oh, it was like I gave him this shit to watch. Yeah. Now I've got to sit through it. And the thing is, I like both. Yeah. The two. I like everyone involved. I do really, really like. Yeah. I like, well, Cecily Strong and King and Michael Key. Mm. 
great together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their chemistry is really good, comedically as well as like the idea of them being a couple. Yeah. I think mean, what I like about her also is that she's not like uh, she's fine as hell. There you go. No, 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 no. Like, well, See, you know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's is, what I'm saying. This is gonna sound bad. <laughs> but I was gonna say like the opposite. Like she's not like traditionally like attractive, oh, yeah. beautiful. Like you know, even down to like she's not like a size eight and all of that. I think she's, she represents like a real woman, yeah. but she is attractive. She's got yeah. a really sweet attractiveness to her. Um, and, uh, and she's really, and together their chemistry, like it's really funny. So I was like, and he's great. Like, you know, from Key and Peele. Like, oh. he's, he, I've always found him really funny, man. So yeah, great and, chemistry between them. And I'm just waiting for him to do a musical number because he can- It's, it's gonna happen. Yeah, cause he can, have you seen the film Jingle Jangle? No, no. Okay. Right, it's it should be a staple for every family to watch, for every person to watch that every Christmas. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'll yeah. put it on my list. But like, <laughs> not. He's got. Oh, no, jolly, jolly. To be fair, he like it's yeah. it's got 95% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's, it's all black cast and it's amazing. Well, like yeah. So but, he can he can bust out a tune. Oh, like he plays the bad guy in it. Aye. And he has the best. He has the best song. He's singing, singing, dancing number, amazing. So oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to his bit. Okay. I, when you sent me the episodes, right? Because I, I, so you know, full disclosure, like I'm not, I wasn't too sure of the format of mm -hmm. your pod, but I remember the um, artwork for it. Yeah. So I actually thought it was just like episodes of Friends <laughs> that you that you would recount, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could watch some Friends. Like <laughs> I've watched Friends before. Um, so I wasn't sure of the format, and then when I saw the the show that you sent to me, sent through, I was mm -hmm. like, is this like? Is this like a psychoanalysis type thing? <laughs> like, does he recommend shows for people <laughs> that he thinks will resonate with them based on what he thinks about the person? Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I was starting to read all this deepness <laughs> into it. Like, man, this is deep, man. <laughs> Maybe he thinks I'm someone who struggles for love. <laughs> Maybe he knows I come from a singing background and like, you know. You like, do as well. I I'll, do, yeah. Oh <laughs> but, my God. but yeah, but but no, it was good fun. It was just good fun to watch. and. and it I didn't think I'd have this much to say about it. No, um, but to go back to what you said about, you know, having just go with it. Yeah. I think that kind of represents Keegan-Michael Key, Keegan Key's character. Because mm -hmm. initially he is very much against yes. everything that this that this town is doing. Yeah. And he is very skeptical, whereas very. Cecily Strong is fully on board of or not fully on board of it, but she's just more willing she's to- She's very accepting. Yeah. Exactly. Like, very accepting. Like, this is where we are. It's weird, but hey, we're here. And she really does embrace it. <laughs> so yeah. I love the fact that they're just embracing that they're in this wild town. And you gotta see the town. Like you like it's just like it's like a cartoon. Yeah, so almost. funny funny you mentioned that because it's um the production designer is Bo Welch, right? Mm -hmm. And he did the production, he does a lot of production for a lot of production design for big films, but more importantly, mm -hmm. he did the production design for do you remember the film The Cat in the Hat? You may I know, not. I know. I know of yeah, the book. Of the book. But I don't yeah. think I've seen okay. the film. Okay. Like the film's terrible, but the production design is very outlandish, cartoonish, and out there. Okay. He also did the production design for The Grinch as well, for Jim Carrey's The Grinch as well. So again, mm. he knows how to do eye popping, weird, kind of obscure, yeah. kind of like kind of imagery. Yep. And and that comes across massively yeah. in the show. One of the things I really like about the show is the little boy. 
Oh, the town. I was gonna mention him. He just comes in for like no reason. I, I, I love how he comes in, and like I think I forget which character said it, but they said something. We were talking about him. They were like, his tongue is too big for his mouth. And I, was like, I was like, it's so true. But imagine, imagine that's your son, right? Like in real life, right? And he's got cast in that role, and they're dissing him that his tongue's too big for his mouth, and it really is. Yeah. Like his tongue's too big for his he mouth. He sounds like Sylvester the Cat. <laughs> he really does. But <laughs> he is, but it's so funny every time every time he comes on screen it's hilarious so, so they basically say he's got no friends yeah his tongue he's is orphan too big. or something yeah he's not an or he's not an orphan he's the teacher's so he's the teacher's son oh okay got ya and so that's the bit where we are up to at the moment because yeah. she was the only person who yeah go across the bridge yeah, yeah. exactly because yeah. because effectively they're trying to go over this bridge to get back to real life. Yeah. But they can only cross the bridge once they're in love. In in once they're in truth. As love. as told by a leprechaun, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. As as you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? As you do. But um but yeah, man, nah, it's a it's it's a fun show. It's a fun show. It is. You know what I mean? I, I, anything that I, you know, I can kind of piece together where it's probably gonna go, mm. but it's how they get there. Exactly. You know? Um but the fact is, they're gonna. I I want to know, right, whether they're gonna keep it as a musical for the next series. Okay. Because I I'd be really interested to see what kind of old timey movies. Yeah. They go back to with this with this town. Got yeah. I think they have to. I think they have to keep it as a musical because that's what I think a lot of people have now bought into mm -hmm. the idea of the musical numbers. Yeah. Maybe they won't happen as frequently. But I think everyone's bought into the fact that there's going to be a musical number in the show. Mm. And um, if it wasn't there, I think at this stage, even I'd be a little bit like, but but where, <laughs> where was the where was the song? <laughs> at this stage, I want to see where the bloody song is. So, uh, yeah, um, I love the contrast between how how Cecily Strong's character is written mm -hmm. and the other women in the show are written. You know what? Yeah, well. I've and never, I didn't pay much attention to that, but now that you say it, like mm. I get what you mean. It's like if I get you correctly, like Cecily Strong in this show, she's like, um, would you say that she's like an independent, like, yeah, modern woman, yes. Whereas all the other women in the show are stuck in a time warp yeah. kind of thing. Like they are written like nineteen, like nineteen yeah. thirties, nineteen thirties uh, musical women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Apart from kind of Kristen Chenoweth's character, who's the leader of the uh, the moms against moms against the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought that was really interesting, right? Because she mm. plays in Wicked, she mm. plays the good witch. Yeah. Whereas now I think in this, they're kind of tapping into <laughs> what it'd have been like if she played Alphabet the Bat, the evil witch. Got yeah, and she's got that evil streak to her. Like oh, she she's... plays that evil streak very well. Yeah. Uh, like, did you do research on all of the names of these people and the characters, or do you just know? These I people? just know this shit, man. Is this because you like musicals? No, or... it's because well, I know I like her because yeah. like, she's been in quite she's been in sitcoms and she's been in a lot of other films I like. Mm. But I know a lot about sitcoms and a lot about films. Okay, got you. So where that... does that? Where did your passion for for these two things come from? Um, sitcoms. I just it's just shit I was just raised on, man. Yeah, honestly, it was because. I was I was one of those I was a TV kid. Yeah. So I I watched basically anything that my parents allowed me to watch and consume. 
I would want I'd be consuming it as much yeah. as, as much yeah. as possible. Like friends, sister, sister. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I know Saved by the Bell, uh, yeah. my wife and kids, and all that kind of stuff. Anything that I watch, I've just consumed, I just probably got consume you. it. Got yeah, you. okay, got it. So, so, uh, and then movies, what's your so, what was your favorite sitcom? Favorite sitcom, yeah. oh, favorite sitcom, I probably would have to say, um, oh. That's hard, you know. Or, or what comes to mind? Like, what's the first one that came to your head? Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Okay, I'm in classic. Because there's yeah. not a bad episode. Yeah, there's there's probably some episodes that, like, are slower than others. Yep. But I think you're right. Like, there's not one episode where it's like, that was a stinker. Yeah. Like, the, I think the character dynamic in the Fresh Prince meant that something good was always going to happen. Between all of those characters, Yeah. they all had the right formula for, for the episodes to be good. You know, Jeffrey was always going to come in with a quip here and there. Yeah. You know, Phil was always going to have the mick taken out of him for his weight. Carlton was always going to be, you know, Carlton. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. So you got that's a fair point. And then movie, what movie? movie? Stand by me. What a movie! Yeah, there you go. What I was so young when I watched that movie, and it still hit me here. Um, it's one of those movies, right? But I'm afraid to watch it too much in case I don't like it the next time. Yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. But yeah, that is. That's my favorite. That's my favorite film of all time, and yeah. I think Fresh Prince will probably be my favorite sitcom of all time. But apart from The Simpsons, or actually, not The Simpsons, mm. The Flintstones. Oh no, I never really. I could never really connect with The Flintstones. Okay, man. I mean the women were fit. <laughs> there we go. Like, they were fit, but to be fair, well, it was Barney. Barney, it, yeah, Barney's the short one. Yeah. How did he bag? What's Betty her Rubble. name? Betty Rubble. Yeah, he can't. Come on now. He's punching. There's no way. <laughs> and his love. No <laughs> way. Come on, man. How did even Fred get Wilma? Uh Fred well, Fred's got the charm and he's got the and he's got a well, he's got a decent job. Right? Well, at the quarry. At, at, at the quarry, yeah. At the quarry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's the that's the real answer. I don't know. But oh, for me, it was all about the household appliances. Because like they'll do like uh, I don't know, there'll be a garbage disposal, he'll yeah. have his mouth open. So like, it's a living. That that was that was creative. It was a very creative show. Yeah. Very creative show. That, that is a hell of a creative show. But like, um How about you? Uh what, sitcom wise? Yeah, favorite sitcom. <sighs> favorite sitcom, you know, I don't want to be boring and say Fresh Prince, but like, um, you know, I, I actually really did like friends when I was growing up. Like, I really loved Rachel. Yeah. Like that was my girl, man. I get but, it. I get it. <laughs> but um but no, like I think Fresh Prince was just a staple. Just a, just a staple growing up. And the Wayne's brothers. I don't know if you do no, Of course. <laughs> the Wayne's With brothers. With John Witherspoon as the dad. Come oh on. Oh my gosh. That, Come that, on. The Wayne's brothers was wicked. Um is wicked. In man. fact, is, is wicked. Wayne's brothers uh also now it's all coming back to me. Um Steve Harvey. The Steve Harvey, Harvey show? show? With Cedric the Entertainment oh, yes. oh my gosh. Come on. Those were classics. I, oh, yeah. I loved those two. You know mm. what I mean? Like, and so growing up, I loved that. Uh, Steve Harvey show. Uh, I didn't really watch Martin much. Martin? Oh. But I've heard great things, but I never really got into Martin. I've started to re-watch it. And it mm. is good. At least with the earlier series, yeah. it's very good. Got ya. I have... As I said on a pre, on like literally the episode before this, when I have a right Dion, yeah, I have my issues with it. Yeah, I do, and I think I said, oh, sure, we'll go into it. We'll go into it now. <laughs> because it's interesting because this can kind of link to Keegan Michael Key as well because okay. he's he, the thing that I not exactly have an issue with, but mm. I do question. He's done it. He's gone through this path as well, mm. and I have 
there's all there's that theory of conspiracy theory, right? Mm. That when you're black in the when you're black in the entertainment industry, especially in comedy, yeah, to get successful, you got to put on the dress. Okay, yeah, I've heard that said before. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in Martin, mm. like the first in the first episode, he's playing Martin and Shanae and this character and this recurring character called yeah. Shanae. Yeah, got ya. Martin, he's he's very a very funny guy, and Shanae is definitely is a very funny character. Mm. However. He then went on to success afterwards. Yeah, Kevin Hart was on the dress in SNL. He's got number. He's got number one movies. Mm -hmm. Chris Rock was on the dress in CB4. Mm. Again, most successful stand up successful stand up yeah. in, in in the world. Keegan Michael Key is put on dresses in uh, Key and Peele. Mm. So very ridiculously successful. Mm. There's uh, Dave Chappelle, yeah. the, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. But uh, is wearing a dress at some wearing a dress at one point. Mm. Again, one of the most successful comedians. I who was that? Time. There was someone who I remember uh, a black comedian. I, I think it might have been Dave, Dave Chappelle when he was like, "I'm not putting the dress on." Like there was a, there were he had a standoff with a director in Blue Streak. That yeah, yes. something like that. Um, I mean, I've heard this said, and you know, there's arguments that you can have, like whether or not the powers that be are trying to uh, emasculate yeah. black men, right? But then you also have um, an argument that you can pose and say, is it funny? Yeah. Is there comedy there, right? And sometimes, like when it does come to comedy, mm. I think sometimes you have to ask yourself, what's the funniest thing? I remember hearing, uh, I was talking to uh, a comedian and I think they, I don't want to like say their name. I know their name. Um, and it's not anything negative. It's just that I don't know if they want me to put the, their business out there about who they were gigging with. But they were gigging with another comedian who said, listen, always always think of what's the funniest thing, right? Think of what's the funniest thing. Because that's ultimately what we're trying to do. We're trying to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. And to make people laugh, sometimes it's a case of not trying to act cool. Yeah, It's not about acting cool or looking cool. Oh, no, no. It's about I agree. what's the funniest thing in this scenario. I agree. Right? So, <clears throat> um, so there's two schools of thought, mm. right? There's two schools of thought there. Uh, whether I would, I think. And we're back. <laughs> lovely jubbly. Yeah. Um, so I believe I was talking about black people wearing dresses. <laughs> yes. No, but. Is, in, what, in what other context is that, a, is that a, not a weird sentence to say? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I always talk about this. This yes. is my. Uh, in fact, if I ever go on Question Time, this is going to be my specialist subject. If you if you go if you ever go on University Challenge or anything like or um, <laughs> or, was, or what's it, not the Chase? What's the other one? Um, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. My mum will ask my mum later, but oh, like it won't matter because we won't be recording. But yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but the point. So so the point i was making is like uh it's about doing the funniest thing yeah right and uh ultimately it boils down to what would you do mm. in that situation like you know i growing up my dad would not have me in a dress my dad would not even let me play like you know kids when they're really young they might put high heels on or playtime and whatever and dress yeah. up like that was just not happening Growing up, that was not going to happen in my household. Like regardless of um, the, the the world now or what people think and what people feel. Yeah. Growing up in my house with West Indian parents. Would not have happened. That was not yeah. happening. Yep. Uh-huh. So I've grown up where in my DNA, right, there's a part of me where I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to put a dress on. No. However... There's no funnier dinner scene than the Nutty Professor dinner right, scene. Right, right. <laughs> in, the in the first one. The second one, we'll leave that, we'll leave that out. Right. But the first one, that <laughs> is what... Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. Oh, my baby. Oh, my baby's so strong. 
But you know, come on, clear this. Come on, clear. But yeah, with that, with that, you mm. got you, you think about it. Like he's adopted an entire character. Then. Yeah. There's there's makeup. There's there's like a mm. bodysuit that's gone on. There's all of those things, and yeah. you've you've really transformed yourself character wise. Yeah. That's more than just putting a dress on. Exactly. Is, yeah. So yeah. that's why I have less of a problem with that. Yeah. Than say with Martin Lawrence of Big Mama's House. Mm. Because that's literally him playing a character who's just putting who's just putting on a dress. Well, uh, what do you what, what do you what do you think of white chicks? White chicks <laughs> again. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, that's classic, cop. It is. It is a funny movie. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's a funny. It's a funny movie. However, <laughs> like it's. I, I again, the I'm funniest a thing. thing. It's the funniest, the it's funniest, funniest thing. thing. Exactly. Terry Crews in that movie is the funniest thing. That is hilarious. He yeah. out, he out, he for me, he outperforms the Wayans brothers in that movie. Yeah, but he only outperforms the Wayans because brothers because they that were movie. doing because they were doing that because they were doing what they were doing. Exactly because of the context. Yes. Right. So, in in my opinion, I just think like. Um, I think when it comes to comedy, yeah, I think in many ways the same way that we ask people when they come into a comedy club, yeah, to suspend their Disbelief feelings, in, yeah, and, yeah. Their, and their whole emotions and all of that, and just just take funny as funny, yeah. I think when it comes to movies, I think we need to do that too. However, if it's the choice of the actor mm. to do it, I think that makes sense. Yeah, if it's the powers that be telling a black man or whoever mm. you need to put this on in order for this movie to be made, then that's, that's an issue. That's yeah. an issue. Yeah. But if I come as a as an actor and I'm like, I've got this great idea, right? And I'm gonna put this dress on and be like, that's me thinking that's funny. And then boom. And if the powers that be say, okay, yeah, go and do that. Right? Then that's right. you making the choice. Right? Because think about it like this. What if those, the actor came and said, I've got this great idea, right? Uh, white chicks, what's going to happen? You know, we're, we're going to go undercover as white women, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And the executives were like, no, you can't make that movie because mm. we don't want you to dress up as a woman. Then believe me, mm. right? Black people will be like, they're trying to stop us from doing this. Create, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's, I just think as long as no one's forcing you, yeah, then uh do what you're gonna do. You exactly. Know? I think to be fair, the Wayans brothers were actually the executives on the movie, other than other that they were the ones below Sony because mm. they produced it and Keenan Ivory Ways directed it. So mm. but yeah, I, but, I agree. Cause there's like you don't want to stifle what people can actually can't can and can't do because if it's okay for white people to do to put on a dress like mm. Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubt and Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. Um great movie. Exactly. And in Some Like a Hot as well, they did that too. Mm -hmm. But then why can't why, why can't we do it? Yeah, I mean, if 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 you want to do it, do it. If if anyone wants to do anything, like you want to put on a dress, you want to do whatever. Like you know, if, if as long as it's the artist's decision, decision, yeah, and it's not been forced to like saying you won't get this money if right? you don't do this. Then I'm like, I'm I'm cool, man. Like whatever you're gonna do, you know what I mean. Whatever you want to do, but um, but yeah, man. I don't know. Would you? <laughs> would, would I? Multi million pound contract. No. <laughs> at this point in time, yeah, no. Yeah. And the mindset I'm at in a minute, yeah. no, yeah. I, I mean, I, and, and I'm the same. Like it's, it's like it's just a personal thing, you know exactly. what I mean? Like I, I have no desire to do that, and I can't say that I've written anything where me doing it would be the funniest thing to do. Exactly. But would I say? Would I say never say? I say never say never, never. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who knows what uh, creativity might um, 
come your way at some point. Exactly. So you never know. Speaking of creativity. Yeah, man. If you were given 20, like, and let's just say, I'd say the budget for this show would be around about 20 million a season, right? Mm -hmm. If you're given 20 million by Apple TV, mm. right? Or Universal, whatever. Yeah. And they say that you've got to remake Schmigadoon. Mm. How would you do it? Ooh, remake Schmigadoon. How would I do it? Mm. Oh, and like, That's oh, actually, awesome. actually, mm. because we haven't seen the final three episodes yet. Yeah, I'm gonna change the question because I always ask this question, but because we haven't seen, we haven't seen okay. everything. I think this is a bit unfair. All right, how would you continue the story? How would I continue? You know what? I would probably put a twist in it. Because the way I see it is that they're going to figure out what th that they love each other and they're going to figure out what true love is and that's going to bring them back together. Yeah. But I would have them figure out what true love is, but it doesn't bring them back together. Okay. I would have true love be represented by something totally different mm -hmm. than them getting back together. Okay. Because I think it's it's too easy to to just make their relationship work again and then they discover that oh no they really do love each other yeah. like no mm. i want them to discover that they don't love each other that they thought they loved each other but they realize what true love really is yeah somewhere else and they find other people within that world maybe whether it be other people or other things okay because you see like i think when it comes to love we're always thinking we have to find love with another person or in another person mm. but what if true love is actually in service what if true love is in service to something else you know what i mean and i'm not saying not not religious speak but like what if it's in service to being the best uh, human being you can be in a particular field of employment mm. or chasing a certain um dream and that's true love like we always imagine true love to be between us as humans, but maybe it can be in servitude to something else. Yeah. So I'm like, that would give uh, the whole idea of the show a deeper meaning to me. But at the same time, it's a meet cute, yeah. isn't it? So I imagine it's gonna end with them just getting back together. But I would like to see some sort of twist like that. Mm. I'd quite like to see them not, I'd quite, I kind of like them to be, be friends by the end of it, but mm -hmm. not together. Or actually, even better than that, I'd like to see them actually hate each other by the end, and yeah. then for the next series, they have to, for some, for for some strange reason, they both end up in the same place at the same time, mm -hmm. and they've got to try and work together to get out of that situation again. Got ya, got ya, got ya. Well, that would definitely create more seasons. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That would create uh, more seasons, but um, but no, it's going to be interesting to see where they take it. Uh. I'll send you. I'm invested now. I'll send you the. I'll send you the final three episodes. This yeah, week. please do, man. Ping it through to me, man. Yeah, definitely, man. We are almost. At, we are almost out of time, man. Oh, cool. Man. So if you look at that at your camera there, if you look at your camera there. I'm looking deep. And if you can tell people where to find you and all that jazz. Oh, cool, man. Well, listen, if you do want to find me, you can find me online. Uh, that's where you find most people these days. So just search for at Hardy Ha Ha. All right. That's H-A-R-D-Y-H-A-A-H-A-A. -A -A -A, right. That's my handle on everything. Insta, uh, TikTok, all of that jazz. And yeah, come to a show, man. Um, it'll be good to see you there. Nice. John, have you got anybody? Have you got, uh, where can they find you, John? Do you, or do you not want them to find you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wants anyone to find him. <laughs> 
He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like hell to the nah. Hell no. All right. No worries. All right. Thanks, everybody. It's been a, that, that's, I think that's a podcast. All right. That was great fun. Thank you for coming on, Rob. Mate, thank you for having me, man. No it's worries. been a pleasure. Keep doing your thing, man. Will do. Same to you. Right, and we're out. Woo!